This is Juba, and you're listening to TRSS. The regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. Uh, another dollar, another day, another weekend pass, and I know another moment in which my fantasy football is just basically telling me, I don't think you should play anymore, Jay. I don't think you should play no, anymore. Oh, you got it's, a good team. Uh, oh, fuck. It's over. It's, I'm really starting uh, to like that intro, by the way. Oh, oh you are? Yeah. Really <laughs> it's like growing on intro. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, was, you ever, have you been able to bookmark the show already? Have you ever down like uh, I haven't used the bookmark uh, since math class. In <laughs> I don't know what that's exactly not, that is. That's not good. That's not good. But you also, you have an iPhone. You should have iTunes on your on Yeah, your I'm iPhone. telling you. I have the most updated electronics, but... Uh, I don't really know what to do. You're, you're still you're still in prehistoric yeah, days. Are I still you... have an encyclopedia set that I reference to when, uh, you know. <laughs> you have an abacus? Google. You don't even use a calculator. You use an abacus. You I don't use even the... know what that is. That's like <laughs> that, that Chinese thing with the beads on it to do oh, okay, math. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Listen, the Chinese are really good at that. Yeah, that they right. are. Shit. And they're trying to transition into um, other worlds of sports. Uh we haven't. We haven't. When was the last time you seen a good Chinese ball player? Like, yeah, Jeremy Lin. Oh, shout out to Jeremy Lin. Uh, we're, we're, oh, he's hurt. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but other than that, I I think that when it comes to my fantasy league, I've come to realize that um, I'm the victim of circumstance. I am the guy who uh, <sighs> you and everyone else. Can I know. Make that I know. Claim. You know what it is? It's that I, I when whenever I, I decide to bench a player, it's it's the game in which that they have their best game of the season. It's it's one of those. It's like you haven't done shit for the past. Six seven games. It's like, yeah. all right, bro, you need to take a bet. Yeah, three touchdowns, two hundred and seven fucking yards receiving. Who did this to you that you're taking it so personal? Well, Jay Crowder actually did that shit to me a week ago. Oh, okay, and then um, I forgot. I, I had a running back who had a tremendous game on me, and after I benched him, and I was like, "You fuck are you?" Well, speaking in the league that um that we're in. By the way, what place are you in? First. Oh. Yeah, first play. Come on. I mean, this is what the third year in the league. I won the championship the first year, lost in the playoffs. I, I, then I, last year, lost in the championship. Yeah. I'm, pre- I'm going to apply for my Hall of Fame status pretty soon. <laughs> are you, are you, are you, yeah, we're we're going to hang, your, gonna hang your, 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 your banner on the, the lobby of work. We're yes. <laughs> Drunk off the yak. <laughs> Yards after catch or the Henny. You yeah. like what I did there? Yeah, yeah I saw okay, that. Okay. I saw that. Just, yeah. You know. I, yeah. I saw, I, I saw the playoff work. So I, I was there. Okay. <laughs> but we're going gonna, gonna to put your banner up in the lobby at work. But if I lose this week, I drop down to second and don't have a first round bye because you got two divisions in this league. Right. So, you know. Let's not get too uh, cocky. No, oh, no, please. But like I said, you've been in, in contention. Look at look what happened to our um our our what was it our, our winner of last was it year, last year or the year before? Yeah, last year. Look where he's at now. Yeah, he's in the um. I would like to say seller, but I think he's wor- he's lower than that. Well, first of all, he trades his number three for your number one, which turns out to be a great move. Or two for one, was it? Yeah. He trades your two for his two for your one for the league fee. Drafts David Johnson. How'd that go? Yeah. Second round takes Aaron Rodgers. How's How'd that I, looking? Yeah, yeah. Third round, I think he took Allen Robinson. Done. Yeah, his whole everything was he had um basically I say he should have just named the team the IRs. I said he should, <laughs> the he IRs, just, right? He but you know he still picked up a win last week, right? 
Oh, yeah, right. But Because you know do. who he does have on his team. He who? has Jacksonville defense. He has Alvin Kamara. Just a testament, no matter how bad it's looking yeah. in the beginning, he should have still been playing his team. He would have had a shot at the playoffs. Yeah, he could have. Yeah, yeah, he could have. He could have. Uh, as a matter of fact, you mentioned that uh, I have Jacksonville defense in my other league. And then I played, uh, I think, as a matter of fact, this league, in our league, I, I had Dallas D, and they went off. They did. They went off. Surprised about that a little bit. They they went off, and that, we'll, we'll talk about that in NFL preview and review because Washington is. It looks like they're in trouble. Yeah, too many injuries to overcome. The only thing that's saving them yeah. from being from being completely garbage is the man they don't want to pay. Exactly, and he and he actually took the franchise to play for yeah. now. Yeah, he took he, he took the look. So yeah. it's uh, and th- there's no way they can franchise him again. They'll be paying him north of thirty five million dollars. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be through the through the nose. They know that shit already. But it, it's it's one of those situations that um, it kind of you kind of look at it like in, and in everyday life is like, listen, you know, when, when the spotlight is on you, you got to make sure that everybody around you looks as good as you do, or else you're yeah. not gonna get shine at yeah. all. But it's so surprising from Washington and Dan Snyder. Well, it's not surprising. I was about to say, really? Is it it's really not that? surprising? <laughs> I was about to say, really? Is it that? This is the man that signed a shot, um, Albert Hainsworth, and a sh- and an old uh, Deion Sanders to huge contracts. So, yeah. Know, oh shit! Remember that? Woo! Back shit. in the day, a little bit. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Regular Season Sportscast. I am your host, Jay the Red Sante. Just Daniel in the building. Here to bring to you another week, another episode, and another fun-filled. Week of sports debauchery, buffoonery, and ridiculousness. We got some really big topics this week, and one that has Santi pretty hot. Yes, it finally came into fruition. I am not the father. I am so happy. I am so <laughs> glad that the, uh, Maury, thank you, Maury, for putting me on your show. Maury only gives you a 99.9% chance, so there still could be a chance. That 1% chance was me pulling out on time. Oh. Thank you, sir. But once again... Thank you guys for listening to the regular season sports guys. Be sure you check us out on social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook on the like and group page, the regular season sports cast. Check us out on Instagram at regular season sports. Check me out on the Twitter and TRSS at RWJ Santee, as well as on YouTube at the regular season sports cast. And just Daniel, you are now in the social media world. Where yes. can they find you? Uh, Facebook, Daniel Nieves, just Daniel Instagram and Twitter, just Daniel 86. Uh, we'll start posting more things. Little by you know, little, kind of a boring follow right now, but I'll get there. Little, 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 little trickling, little. trickling in, trickling. And listen, in. since I since I've been gone from social media, there's just I see a lot of things that people shouldn't be posting. For example, I don't know. I've heard about <laughs> these things about people posting three, four meals a day about what they eat. I've heard about people posting themselves singing while they're driving in cars and i didn't believe it oh yeah i believe it oh no please that's please that's just the tip of the iceberg there's there's a plethora of things that you would fucking you're gonna see on on social media and just just shaking my head shaking my head listen i have family members that i still wonder why i still follow i'm wish they would unfollow me that's what i'm trying to avoid (laughs) to to this day i I mean i look at some uh, some people up there and i go school have you ever been in it? Exactly. Have you, have you ever attended it? Like, just I'm, there is a spell check on your phone. Yeah. You can you can use it's some. There's people, some people. Oh, by the way, before I, before we go on, I got a call this week. Right. Uh, let me just explain it like this. There was a certain individual who was part of uh, TRSS early on. Okay. And um, was 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 an asset to the show. We 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 had a nice relationship. We had a relationship before the show. We actually grew up in the same neighborhood, and um, we had a, we had a falling out. 
went our separate ways. Been gone for a little bit, but um, I I'll explain. I, I'll, hold on, let me go on my phone because I I saw I saw the call come in and I really didn't want to pick up the phone because I had a feeling who it was. But hold on, let me go through my phone. You remember the number? Yeah. <laughs> or you th- or you still had the contact in your phone? I still had the contact on my phone. Hold, oh, hold on. I don't think you wanted to let go. <laughs> hold on. Please enter your password. Then press pound. Hold on, let me push this. In. There you go. Hold on. You have one saved message. Oh. Ho, 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 motherfucker. Just who the fuck just came home? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know who the fuck this is, nigga. You better pick up your fucking phone. She's back. Yeah. Yeah. Let me spell it out for you. Let the to the motherfucking bitch, nigga. I'm back home. Who is Yeah. What's up with that whole bullshit? You ain't fucking driving nothing into my commissary. Remember when your ass was motherfucking hitting me up when you started your shows and now all of a sudden, bitch get locked up. You can't holler at me. You can't drop no commissary for me. No. I was over here fucking trying to get ramen and shit and I'm eating fucking cheeses with water. Where the fuck were you at, nigga? Now I'm coming home and I'm coming for your ass. I been hearing your little podcast. They've been dropping me little notes talking about what the fuck you been doing, nigga. And now all of a sudden you don't know nobody. Oh God. I was bigging you up early on. I was doing my shit early on. Now you don't know me, right? She seems upset. Right? Huh. Now you all that shit, nigga. Suck my dick with that bullshit. But you know what? I got something for your ass. She might have a dick. We were cool back in the days. But then all of a sudden, now you all big and fly. Now all of a sudden you popular. You getting all these downloads and shit. People come out on your show to get interviewed. And you acting like you ain't know the fucking bitch who started you off. She was drinking. That's all cool. I got your ass, because I'm going to see you. We be in the same hood, nigga. Same hood, nigga. She be around the Don't let me have to drop it on you. Hold on a second. Let me drop, let me, let me load my volume, because I'm over here wilding out and shit. Got music in the background. Hold on a sec. Load that shit down. I'm trying to bark in this nigga thinking he fly. Yeah, up. Jay. She could have hung up the phone by now. It's funny, because the music in the background was saying, ooh, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow thoughts. You know the wild thoughts that I had? The wild thoughts for me was that I was going to put two in your legs. Like underneath the kneecap. I want people thinking that I was trying to fucking murder your ass because you ain't trying to holler at me. I'm mad that she knows You already that. know that it's fucking crazy that you ain't fucking do what you need to do. I don't think she's over. Commissary. Just a little bit, son. Little bit. I've been there for you just for a little bit. I did commercials for you and shit. And she's just a whore. And I was, wow, wow, wow. Like you can't holler at a bitch. That's what I'm saying, Jay. I'm going to see you. By the way, I've been listening to your shows. I've been catching up, nigga. Oh, you gotta listen. I just found that. Listen, you got yourself a little new friend over there. <laughs> so he got himself a little social media on Facebook now. He cute. You got any he requests married. lately? Oh man. You got kids? Fuck that mean to me anyway, because I still fuck him. Oh. Don't mean nothing. <laughs> I still get at his ass. Anyway. You better hide. Don't let me catch you in the hood, nigga, because I know you around the way. I'ma see you. It's gonna be on. It is going to be on. All my accounts are getting deleted. <laughs> Came home for the holidays. Let these home, nigga. And tell your boy Josie's boy, I said, what up? Highlight skin. <laughs> What's good? I am be out of here. Fuck you, nigga. I'm going to see you. Call me later. I got a couple of couple of beers and shit. No, hold on. She wants me to call her afterwards. <laughs> I don't think she's over it. You know what it is? I never even beat. This is a homegirl. Like, Letty was cool early on. Like, we grew up with each other. And then, like, she was part of the show early on. She did stuff for the show. Then she got locked up for boosting at Macy's. She did, like, like a, like a year and a half. You, you I know, didn't know she was home. I, I now have to watch my back because of our relationship. I mean. 
and have to walk around with she's, Vaseline and two razors. <laughs> like I was sixteen all over. Again. She she her bark is worse than her. No, actually, she actually she actually is pretty good with a blade though. I ain't got front though. She's <laughs> oh, cut some man. bitches before. She's crazy. Um, I've been dunking her though, but I I, I got to call her back because she she got to connect for some, some certain shit. She might Thank be you. she Thank might you. be she might be able to get us some cheap PS4. So I'm just saying. No, Wait. Uh, just let me know when uh, you're back with her. See <laughs> That's not my girl. No, it's, um, we never had that relationship. Although once she tried it, that's a long story. Anyway, um, but Letty's home. Uh, shout out to Letty. Uh, just want to let you know that I got you. Uh, I, I I did send stuff in your commissary, but apparently you didn't get it. Uh, there was those boxes. I don't know why you wanted boxes. You you you're a woman and you wanted boxer shorts. I don't, I don't I don't get it, but uh yeah she don't worry she she's not gonna man. So in any case um wow. how was the, how was the rest of your week? That was just the beginning of my week. How was it, the... it was better. It was better <laughs> before today. But uh, not too bad. Not too bad. You know, football, drinking. Yeah, family, unable, uh, uh, unable to and, uh, and a operate. Call out, and a call out for work. <laughs> I, I almost had a call out this week too because I was frustrated with um with the schedule that they gave me. They was they they put a, a a training that I was supposed to do, but I already did like two in a month, and I was yeah. like, why? Would it? And they tell me at the end, oh, you don't have to do it. Uh, just do your regular schedule. And it was like the the same fucking day. I was like, man, fucking call out. Did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> You know, no. I'm getting I'm getting to that point that if I don't get at least I'm getting to that age, if I don't get at least five hours of sleep, I cannot function the next five day. hours. At shit. least at least shit. four or five hours of sleep, I cannot function. I'm looking at ten. So if I, I don't get ten hours. Of sleep. I tried three hours of sleep, four hours of sleep the other day, and it didn't work so well. Oh, please. Nah, man. I, I'm getting at, I'm getting at that point that um if I don't see the insides of my eyelids at any time during the day, I'm gonna be disgruntled. I sleep in shifts, so it's like you know, three hours here, two hours there. And I can't forehead. do that. Uh, no, it, no, it, I can't uh, do that. It, 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 it does take its toll, but after a while, you get, you'll get you get used to it. You'll, you'll be fine. If I sleep during the day, I don't want to wake back up. And if I have to, I'm like a zombie. I can't. I get my hours at night, like Tom Brady. It's like, oh, that's, right. <laughs> that's why he's Tom Terrific. Shit. That's right, Tom. So, guys, we got much to talk about this week. Uh, this week's rant is basically... It is going to be a rant because I, Jay the Red Santi, take this week's rant wholeheartedly offensive and straight to the fucking soul with the discussion of the benching of my boy, Eli Manning. I have much to talk about. I want to hear what uh, just Daniel's thoughts are about this as well. I have a great perspective on the Eli Manning bench. It better be. You better be on my side with this shit. A nice Jets perspective. Oh, okay. I'm I'm worried about that. Also this week, we got just... Daniel's best bets of the week. We also got um. I want his insight because you actually are uh, at your quota. You have the NBA twenty games. It should be it should be about around this time, right? That's right. We should be starting up next week. So I want to get a good overview of what you think about the first twenty games of the season in NBA. Plus, we have tons more going on and talking sports and shit. And just because let these home, uh, I'm gonna play something that she did for us probably a little little over a year ago for the holidays scene at the Christmas holidays coming up. You you got kids. The yeah. holidays coming up. Are yeah. they excited? Are they are they excited for, have they um giving you the list of what the hell they want? Yes. Well one's nine months old, but um She believe you know, me, she'll tell you. She's made it clear that just feed her and she she's all right. That's but yeah, yeah the, the Christmas list has been because right, you haven't been feeding her before. She eats she eats a lot. <laughs> <laughs> she's she eats a lot, man. My oh. grocery bill is up. Yeah. <laughs> Delinda. Uh but um 
Yeah, so the, 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 with Letty's coming home, we're going to play some of, of uh, her, um, her Christmas album. So, guys, don't go away. Stick around. We'll be right back, y'all. Do you love Christmas songs? Do you love ghetto-ass people singing Christmas songs? Well, we have the compilation for you. Leticia, also known as Leti La Loca, brings to you It's a Very Ratchet Christmas, okay? Leti sings to you classic holiday songs, but in her own ratchet way. Oh, jingle balls, jiggle balls, jiggles on my chin. Oh, what fun it is to have a white boy on my face, okay? Letty also brings to you the standards. Seven shots of Henny, six picks on the gram, five bags of weed, okay, bitch? I'm dreaming of a white nigga to bring me Jordans and some dough, okay? Letty also has songs for the children to sing. Leticia brings it home with... You better roll up, bitch, you better get a light. Yes, you better bring the bottles, I'm telling you why. Okay, Letty's getting fucked up tonight. You better bring that shit, motherfucker, I'm not playing with you. Letty brings you all the Christmas hits for you and your family. You can enjoy it while at home opening presents... Oh, opening that bottle of your favorite malt liquor. Bring the ratchetness home this holiday season because Letty would want you to. Okay, motherfucker. I'm tired of you niggas calling me ratchet, okay? Because I'm not fucking ratchet. Just make sure you bring a fucking present. You bet I got like five or six kids who need fucking Nintendos and fucking Xboxes and a fucking PlayStation 7. I don't give a fuck what it is. Make sure and bring a fucking bag of weed already, you okay? Because you motherfuckers tend to forget that shit, all right? Bring a fucking bag. Oh, hey. Happy holidays, okay? Shut the fuck up and give my money for this fucking commercial. You can download Letty La Locas. It's a very ratchet Christmas at RageWorks.net as well as on iTunes. This advertisement was brought to you by The Regular Season Sportscast. Hey, it's Sean Lights on Merriman. You're listening to TRSS. This week's rants. <laughs> Shout out to Nico Woods and his own tribe. Check him out on SoundCloud. Nico Woods and his own and the zone tribe. Check out Nico at Rap Like Nico on Instagram, man. That's my boy. Uh, good looking out. So this week's rant 
Sounds dope, by the way. Yeah, it's my guy. I met him through my boy Josie's boy. Call me when it's over. Call me when it's over, guys. CMWIO.com. Check out the podcast. It's 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 hilarious. It's the, the man himself, the, your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. Thanks for the plug, Nico. Is that dude, boy? Um, next week's rant. I'm, I'm taking it personal because um, it has to deal with my Giants. Really, Giants are in the news. Haven't heard anything. <laughs> Yeah, they they there's like something like circling like uh, it's um what is um the buzzards the buzzards are circling yeah. and they're beating the 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 they're about to tear away the carcass of what is known as the Giants fucking organization. <laughs> they went from uh, a team that was recognized as possibly NFC East Giants, uh, pun intended. The Early blue in the bloods. season, the blue, blue bloods of the NFL that they were they, they were going to be the the forerunners of the NFC East this year. And when I heard that, when I uh, from all the, uh, the the pundits out there in the sports world, I was like, yeah, no, no, they're not. They're they they're, they're going to suck. And I knew they were going to suck. To um, me being a prophet and yeah, predicting what it was true. Yeah, they, they sucked. Why did you think they were going to be bad this season? First of all, they never they never addressed the off uh, the offensive line situation. Okay. They never. They never. They s- seem to do fine with these same guys last year. They made it to the playoffs, and they seem to do okay with this pretty much same line. Yeah, but with that, they also were able to get. They they were they they were able to work off the strength in which Eli was able to recognize that I'm not going to have that much time in the pocket anymore. Yeah. So he was able to work off a quicker snap count and a quicker time. Uh, this year, I think. The experiment that they were having on the blind side failed, and it's uh, basically gave it basically gave Eli PTSD. <laughs> and once the blind side became a problem, then the right side became even a bigger problem because yeah. you couldn't shift anybody on anywhere because you were still leaving them vulnerable. Yeah, uh, the receiving core went this shit because everybody went down in injuries. They the, also um, didn't have a capable runner coming into this year. And right. That was another thing that, that I knew that was going to happen, which was the running game was going to be terrible. Uh, I told you early on, remember with the um, a preseason, you saw my position with in fantasy. You was like, you thought I was going to go after um, Odell Beckham. And I said, no, that, and that ankle yeah. injury is not what they planned it off to be. I knew he was still hurt. I knew he was trying to play it off and it got worse. Well, coming into this season, the Giants went from a first from a last place schedule to a first place schedule. So automatically they had one of the tougher schedules in the NFL. Right. Okay. Secondarily, a lot of people don't know, but the Giants schedule Is that even a word? Secondarily is a word? Uh, I don't know. Sec- secondly, secondarily. That, what's thirdly, in there? What, what? do you do? <laughs> <laughs> what did you give me? I thought this was iced tea. <laughs> They had the most travel miles of any team this year. That's right, because in they had, their schedule, because they had the West Coast that they had to deal with as well. Yes, so they were going to be traveling a lot. Yeah, uh, and I, I also I also saw that um, even with the the addition of a of a tight end, in which I figured that, that, that which I knew that that they needed greatly. They hadn't had a Ingram's uh, been solid. He's been solid, and I thought that they needed that. They hadn't had that in years, and they finally got something that. I was waiting that for for the Giants to have in 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 the numerous years, which was in a secondary core. Uh, they hadn't had a secondary since the fucking early mid nineties. Like, yeah. they usually worked on their uh, their front four and their, their linebacker core, but they hadn't had a secondary in years. So this year they were actually building up to it. But with that being said, if you're leaving a defense on the field 
for all that extended period of time, you're sure. you're you're going to wear them down. So that was going to be a problem. And I knew that early on. But for you guys who don't know for now, seems as though that uh, McAdoo has come to the realization that it's time to move on and look to the future. So you sit down. I'm, I'm not even going through the accolades of Eli. And, and of course, everybody knows Eli's faults with, you know, his interceptions. He doesn't seem um, as comfortable as he used to in years past. Um, it, it seems as though that he's missed a step. Of course, he's getting older. But I don't even want to even say the the, the two MV, the two Super Bowls MVP, any of that. I don't even want to go through that. I want to go through the respect that a man should be given for what he's done for a team. Therein lies the problem because that's the biggest challenge. I thought the Giants were going to have a hard time getting over on the media. Yes, Eli hasn't been great. Okay. Yes, Odell Beckham mass some of his you know dif- some of his things that he can't do right Eli anymore you know he doesn't have the greatest of arms makes bad decisions sometimes right but for someone of Eli's stature to come to work every day for 14 years and to win two super bowls the man deserved to finish the season out but i heard to keep his streak going they offered to start him every game till the end of the regular season and then, you know, possibly pull him during the half or whatever the case may be. So, I know Giants fans are pissed. But I'll ask you this. Do you feel like Eli Manning gives your team the best chance to win among the quarterbacks that you have on the roster? They're, all, the, the, rest of the, wrench, the, the rest of the bench is shit. So, he's better than Geno. Yes. yes. I, I, I can confirm that yeah. one. Yeah. Jets fan. Hello. Davis Webb, you would say Eli is At this point right now, yes. Okay. Don't you think it's better for the Giants to lose the rest of these games? If they lose the rest of these games right now, they'll finish with the second worst record if Cleveland loses the rest of their games and they'll get one of these top two quarterbacks. I don't even think, and we spoke about this before the mics went on, I said I don't even think there's anybody out there that's that's even going to be worthy. Because honestly, before you get a quarterback, we need to rectify this whole offensive line situation. That needs to get rectified offhand because at the end of the case, uh, uh, this is what I'm going to do. Um... We're going to do a quick segue for a second. I want you to go through your phone and find out what's going to be the free agency for quarterbacks next year. Free agency for quarterbacks. I know it's Tyrod Taylor. That's one. It's Alex Smith is another one. Alex Smith, okay. And and, uh, I think Blake Bortles, they're not going to resign him, it's safe to say. Okay. so Pretty thin list. It's just thin, right? Yeah. So in that thin list... Look at that. We didn't even have to go through the segue. You're so smart. Oh, my God. Look at that. He winked at me. Get chulo. That's nice. (laughs) In that list... I would be more secure to go with that list first. Kirk than Cousins as well. They can throw big money at him. There we go. And, and he'll stay in the NFC East. Yeah. I would rather go with that list first than I would go with any other quarterback that's coming out in the draft. You know why? Because I'm safe to secure with an Alex Smith who's shown that he can still play. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins, if you... You saw what Alex Smith did in the Meadowlands a couple of weeks ago, right? Right. Okay. He plays the Justice Week, and I can pretty much guarantee he won't have a great game either. <laughs> Alex Smith is a summertime quarterback, right. so okay. But 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 still, that's another thing. But he plays in Kansas City. Kansas City doesn't have fucking doesn't have great weather either. It's yeah. it's about to it's about to come up. But you see, they always do bad in the playoffs, right? right? But yeah. you know, that's something to manage with. I would rather go, and, and plus, all these quarterbacks are coming on the draft. A lot of these quarterbacks are coming on the draft. They they're fucking they're they're they're. They're some they're, they're what you call it. They're warm weather quarterbacks as well. Well, the two main true the two main studs are Rosen and Darnold. Now and I'm going to leave this to you because you're the college football guy. Mm-hmm. From what I've been told, these two guys are going to be 
capable quarterbacks in the NFL for the next 10 to 15 years. Right. Especially Donald. Yeah, he's a... Yeah, yeah Donald's yeah. a bit of a risk taker. Right. And he has the... He's NFL ready. Rosen is more... Um, he has a game... He, he's smart, but I think Donald's more NFL ready. Okay. And Eli, let's be honest. Eli, he's he was never a great regular season quarterback in his prime. Now it's... It's, you know... It's a bit away. Now... Fine. That I get totally. Even if you would have told me, I'm benching him to keep him to protect him. You know, he there's no I, I don't I don't see him playing for the rest of the season just so you know just to make sure that he doesn't get hurt. I can get that. I, I, that I, I I can I can respect as a coach that you said that. Let's protect him. Let's see how we could work on him for next year. Or, you know, transition him or whatever's gonna happen. Yeah, I think this benching shows to Eli and shows to us. That the Giants don't have Eli in their plans for the future. Right. Okay. Which is, once again, understandable, but still, there's a certain level of respect that you give a, a guy of this of this, of this this stature. And this is your biggest argument here, the respect factor of a, a hundred, legend. Well, uh, listen, this is a guy who's, he took a big risk with, he basically said, I don't want to play, I don't want to play for, what was it, San Diego? Sandy of the Chargers. I don't want to play for them. Well, his, his father stepped in. His father got a of lot course, of but still, he was like, I don't want to play for them. Yeah, went to the Giants, played consistently. Was it Kurt Warner went down? Yeah, Eli stepped in, mm-hmm. became a, a, a hometown a hometown hero, and I have yet to hear a Giant fan who could say. And mind you, I've I've had my hiccups with Eli for years. I've I've said it. He's not. He's overrated. He's not elite. I've said it myself. I I love him. You know what I like most about Eli? He shows up when you need him. When the you most. need him, and I've always said that he always—I—I I, I think he—he's been chasing his brother's dream for years. I, I, even before, we, like a couple of years ago, when he used to go under the fucking under the under the snap, and you hear him doing the checkdowns, and he's doing all this, and he's doing those. And I said, yeah. "It's too much pain." I said, "Don't it, just go in, make the play, and you play better that way. You're overthinking too much. Go in there, make a play. He plays better that way." When I've seen him in playoff status. You don't see him doing all these checkdowns. Omar, you don't see him doing all that yeah. shit. Regular season, he does this shit. He looks, he looks fucking bizarre doing it. And I always, it always bothered me. But like you said, he showed up when he needed to show up. Big games, one, one thing games I love, against Green Bay, um, the, the 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 Super Bowl games. He showed up. Absolutely. Oh, he had great defenses behind him. Fuck you. It Shut does, up with that. Doesn't bullshit. doesn't always matter. As a quarterback, you need to make big plays. Mm-hmm. Ty, David Tyree doesn't catch that ball in the Super Bowl if Manning doesn't escape the the New England. Patriot pressure, okay? That ball to Mario Manningham that won him that second Super Bowl was a was a, a Dilford dime, okay? And the big the best thing about Eli is that he's consistently coming to work every day. And for everything this man's been through, New York is one of the hardest places to play. Of course. The media will tear and rip you apart. Mm-hmm. And he's continued to show class and poise, even when he got this bad news. You saw him choked up by his locker room. Yeah, and, I'm, and I, and I the love the fact that day, he was choked up. He was the there next, early in the morning. The next day, he was there, there early in the morning, sat with Geno Smith and David and, and David Webb and started preparing with them for this week's game. What other Is quarterback? not a professional? You only get a handful of quarterbacks that would do that. Would a Cam Newton do that? The ability to be no. professional is so underrated. The ability mm-hmm. to be a leader is so underrated in today's generation and, and among today's young athletes. Well, no, I know a lot of people were sitting there and was like, damn, you should at least let him um, finish out because he had a streak going on. That streak that he has right now, it's 
doesn't really matter anyway because not a lot of people are going to beat it anyway. Because yeah. what, what he has like what two hundred and ten consecutive starts. And who and how many people were in front of him with the streak? He had um, Brett Favre and who else? Uh, that I don't know. I know it was Brett Favre has the longest streak, but two ten was the longest active streak. Right. So. That's something that he's going to have regardless. Somebody will break that one day. Today, you can't even touch the quarterback. And him and Peyton and Eli were masters at feeling the pressure and just going down. I don't know, own. because right now, these days, quarterbacks, when they go down, they go down like fucking like torn paper. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, they, they're it, a little weaker? It, yeah, they're a little weaker. A little softer? I'm, you know, after you told me that shit about Tom Brady, I'm about to go read his fucking book and fucking <laughs> and yeah. study his history. Regenerative pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> he wears them. But no, it's like, when, when, I, when I think of what, I think this was a, uh, as in when, it, when 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 the initiative went down. I think this is an ego trip that came down from the coach himself, McAdoo, because he wanted to show that uh, this is my team and th- this is something that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leave a stamp on because yeah, I came in. I have. I, I, I thought I, this way at first, but the more I the more I think about it, I think McAdoo wanted to do this. But I think McAdoo didn't have that power and he needed permission from Mara and Tish and Jerry Reese. I think it was a joint decision the more and more the news is coming out. I don't think he made it on his own. And if he wanted to do it, I think he needed the permission from leadership within that organization to do it. And I think they supported him. I think they want to move on from Eli. And I think they want to finish with one of the two worst records in the in the NFL so they can get one of these young quarterbacks in the league without drafting for them. And I think it's in their right as an organization to want to be better even if it was a little bit disrespectful i said like i said if, if you like i said if you're gonna if you at least you know you know shine a sun on my ass even though it's raining say to me you're protecting him we want to keep him healthy for his his last years whatever yeah yeah tell me that don't give me a benching just like out of the blue and just be like oh we want to move forward for the future what future you got two fucking shitty quarterbacks i don't care what <laughs> nobody tells me geno smith well they're trying that's want, what they're trying you went to from, do Eli throwing interceptions for Geno throwing interceptions for touchdowns. Like, come on, let's be for real. And and mind you, Geno Smith, you would know yeah. very well. <laughs> He's actually, you know what? Geno has actually never been given a fair shot with a competent team. Right. Okay. So let's let's give him something. Okay. But he is no Eli Manning. He is no Warren Moon. He is not a good quarterback at all. The he one, doesn't have the the pre snap recognition to do it. I've seen this the one play. thing I could say that I'm happy is that the Giants finally got a quarter, a, a, a starting black quarterback that they've never had. You know, they, they were the last team in the yeah. NFL not to have one start That's, for them. Hey, let me tell you, for years, whenever I saw that they had a backup quarterback that was black, I was fucking happy. Like I, I, I saw it. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I knew he was never going to start because Eli was there. Do you think they made this decision to get rid of that stigma because they have Davis no, Webb? No. Why would you? Why wouldn't you just go with Davis Webb no. and see what he can do? Yeah, they go. With, they go with fucking. Um, they go. They 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 went with Geno because they know that they they're in their back pocket. They want to. I think they want to reserve Webb for something. Now, mind you, you give way. You give Webb a year. Maybe something can happen. Maybe. Maybe. Listen, you're in a division. But don't with, tell me that you're gonna pour syrup and shit and turn turn it into pancakes. I'm sorry, I I I don't like what the Giants did. I don't like the way they did it, but you got to understand, there's also not a right way to break up with someone either. You know what I'm saying? When is a breakup for you ever gone right? You should have told my exes that because apparently they don't get it. My exes never get it. What's her name? Lita? Letty's not my ex. Letty's not my ex. We never dated. (laughs) There was that one time when she tried to put her hand up. That's another story. But But 
it's the Giants have the right to try and get. You have young Dak Prescott on Dallas. You have Kirk which, Cousins which, potentially which they, in Washington. Wait, wait. And now you have probably the best young quarterback in the NFL, Carson Wentz. Mm. And then you have 36-year-old Eli Manning throwing three-yard screen passes because of Ben McAdoo's offense. Because that's what he's got to do because the offense, you got to move on. You got to let no, it no, go. Fine. It wasn't done move correctly. It. Yeah, and they got to grab one of these young quarterbacks. Listen, even I said it myself. I, sa- I said it myself early on. I said, we've got to make a change. But you don't, I, to me, I didn't think that he deserved to do it now. It wasn't the time to do it now. Now, mind you, they said they made a talk that, you know, let him start the rest of the season, you know, bench him maybe in the second quarter or whatever. Yeah. Fine. That's the way you want to do it. That's yeah. the way you're going to do it. But to just sit him down just like that, and I feel as though that they're also p- pointing the blame at him. Like, this is he's the scapegoat for what's wrong. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think that's even fair well, either. Well, I think any intelligent football fan knows that he wasn't the main – he was a problem – Let's not hide it. He was a problem. He was a problem. He wasn't yeah. the, the problem. problem. He wasn't the problem. He wasn't even one of the top three problems. Yeah. First of all, it was no time to throw. Second of all, it was injuries. Injuries hit him hard. Odell Beckham, Brandon Marshall, Sterling Shepard's been out. Offensive line, just like, oh and my then God. Third, there's been a complete that kid lack flowers. Of, there's no running game. My God, that kid flowers, they would put him on the blind side for Eli, and I would cry every yeah. time because I was like, why the fuck are you doing this to him? Well, I don't mean to sound judgmental, but, but if your last name is Flowers, <laughs> you probably shouldn't. I'm just saying. Being the NFL. I'm just saying. You might have picked the wrong profession. Now, let me ask you this. Where, where? I could have been a painter. <laughs> Something like that. Well, not, not an artist. I mean, a painter, like painting walls, like doing. <laughs> an like, artist, an artist. No, no, no. I mean, painters. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm just talking about painting walls. Okay, okay. <laughs> He's great in the living room. Uh, I would figure that the thoughts right now that people are having goes, what's the transition next? Where do they go next? They have to draft a young quarterback. You think so? And to do that, they got to lose these last four games. If they lose, they only have one win, right? Mm-hmm. Only Cleveland and and San Francisco has one win as well, but they already got Garoppolo. Right. All they have to do is lose the rest of these games, and they don't have to trade up. They don't have to give away any assets. They don't have to spend money. They get their quarterback for the next for the future. I don't think. I, I, and I, don't, I think that was a major factor in benching Eli, even if they did it. Not so nicely. I don't, I don't see them. I, I really don't see them doing that. I, I don't see them because once again, who who who's who's in charge? Who's GMing over there? Jerry, is Reese? Jerry Reese. I think I would let go of McAdoo if they get one of these top two picks with a new quarterback. I would let go of McAdoo, even though he's an offensive coach, and I would let go of Jerry Reese. Okay, the last couple of years when Tom Coughlin was there, they didn't put a capable offense or defense around Eli for him even to be successful. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then when they hired this new coach, they gave him, they spent a lot of money on this defense and they gave him a chance. Right. And, you know, they went to the playoffs. So, so um, as for Eli, what do you think is going to happen with him? I don't think Eli's done playing. Something's telling me he's not done playing. A lot of, his, a lot of speculation has been made with him going to Denver because of the way John Elway treated his brother Peyton and them having a capable offense with, with at least some weapons, DT and Emmanuel Sanders, and a decent defense. But I don't know if that's his best place to go. Look for Eli Manning to surface next year if he continues to play in maybe a Jacksonville. That's with Tom Coughlin. That's where I was thinking about. Maybe with a a Arizona Cardinals with Bruce Arians. They might want to double down and go with another veteran quarterback. You know, there's a couple of teams out there that have decent teams that could use a veteran quarterback. But Eli has to play better as well. 
I think the best I, I think the best fit for him, which I, I, I've been I've been pining for him to get, is going to be that uh Jacksonville position. Uh he goes back to uh the coach that he loved playing under and the Coughlin loved him. If if not, he wouldn't have had him uh and he won't be he asked to throw thirty times a game. Right. You now you have a can, running you have a running back with Fournette that's there. You have a great defense that's going to keep you off the field. I mean, uh, keep you active and make sure that they can secure some because de- Jacksonville's defense is just big. It's bigging it up little by little. Jacksonville's defense is a Super Bowl caliber defense. Right. Fournette is an all pro, and Eli will be able to throw fifteen to twenty two passes a game and work off a play action. Exactly. Which he's not able to do. And I here. think, and I think that's going to help. I think that'll help him, and and I and I actually think that'll probably shine some light for him to play in that division as well. It's warmer weather. It keeps him, you know. It, you know, I hear the elderly play better in the, in the warm. <laughs> I lived in Jacksonville for a few years. This, this is nice, nice place to live. A lot you, more. Did you, you lived yeah, in Jacksonville? I, lived, I, li- I actually lived in Jacksonville. Was it in the sticks for a year? In the boondocks, dirt roads, um, <laughs> some Confederate flags. No wonder up you on came houses. in. No wonder you came in here with moonshine. That is, <laughs> yeah. you came in with the jug with the three X's on it. That's it's true. actually got more. They've built more over there now. But I remember. I didn't even know there was Spanish people in Jacksonville. Yeah, I had my first job in, in Jacksonville. Yeah, well, I was what? probably the first Spanish person in Jacksonville. Was you know? it at a Was it at a fucking duty free like? A, oh, it like, was at a dinner theater, <laughs> the Alhambra Dinner Theater. Shout out to Alhambra, my first. The job. only dinner theater I've ever heard of was um, what's it? What's it called? Um, medieval Times. <laughs> oh, I, to, I like Medieval Times. <laughs> Eli's gonna be working there soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's gonna be serving the tomato soup. And, uh, <laughs> Jousting and stuff like that. <laughs> so yeah, yo guys, you guys, what's your thoughts about Eli Manning and the the Giants organization? What they, what, what they, I guess the respect. We gotta put some respect on it. Me, I, I was pissed. I was pissed for a couple of days about put this some season. respect on that boy's yeah, name. Yeah, I mean, stop sure. it. Two Super Bowl rings, man, and I, I didn't even want to throw that out there. I hate to do that because it's like, you know. But why can't you get credit? It's like people punish him for winning two Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, but the I man won two Super Bowls. I don't want to do that because everybody they goes like, the, so what? They it's were, like, so what? What, 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 what quarterback you know now has two Super Bowls? What valid point in the argument is that? Yeah. So what? He but won I two Super Bowls doing- and he was on the road. Everyone wants to talk about that defense. Both Super Bowls he won. They were a wild card team, mm-hmm. and they went on the road, road. All, all four the- games to win. And against big teams. Big like- teams. Ah, whatever. I... I, I- it was almost. It was almost like I lost my buddy. And he outdueled some legends going to the Super Bowl. Brett Favre in that game where it was like the fucking minus ten the degrees. degrees. Yeah, I remember watching that game. Like, and I had a. I, I was in my own house and I had a quilt on. The me Minnesota watching. Vikings. He went through Roman and the and the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Come on, get, put some respect on his name. All right, guys. When we come back, we're gonna have um just Daniel's best bets and also uh we're gonna have some um uh some moments in talking sports and shit. Don't go anywhere, guys. Just Daniel in the building. Look at him. We got a little smile on the face. Let the girl come after you, son. Let's not play it. Nah, I'm getting a mask. <laughs> Stick around. You're listening to the Regular Season Sports Podcast with your host, Jay Sante. I'm good, Hank Flanders. Congos. Yeah, I feel like George Lamont is about to sing right now. I'm very confused about this music. I don't know how, what, what part of the country I'm in. <laughs> it feels very, I you know it's, it's very Florida. I think it's very Florida. It's very Jacksonville. People are crazy in Florida. It's very Jacksonville. 
Oye, papi, ven para acá. Tiene, tiene, tiene cocaína, ven. ven. Oh, no. <laughs> That's Spanish and rap and Cuban. Congos and... I don't know where I'm at. Just Daniel's in the building right now, about to drop his best bets of the week. And uh, it's unfortunate because we really gotta get, we gotta find a, a schedule for us because um, by the time the games, but that's why I said we need to kill Thursday night games. Fuck Thursday night games. Yes, I'm very it's killing, disappointed. It's killing, it's killing our. I bad. laid on a silver platter for you guys. Probably the first and only time I'll ever do it. A four and oh week. Wait a minute, and the I can, podcast doesn't drop until Sunday early afternoon. Make up your applause for your four and always. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I put uh, marginal work into it. And, uh, <laughs> marginal. You know. Did you bet them? Yes, I bet two. Oh, of you bet this week. You bet this I week. I bet two of oh, okay, them. Okay, good. All right? oh, good. <laughs> so uh, at least you covered something. Yeah, yeah. I bet two of them. They covered both Hennessy Privilege bottles this weekend. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> We're seven and three on the season. Oh, right now. Seven out of ten. That's seventy percent. I'd I'm be kicked you, out of the, the casino right now. It's the show. The they, show is doing it. They'd be offering me a suite in the casino right now. It's the show. You know why? Because you don't want to, you come in here, you were so stressed about sounding like a buffoon and actually it's making you work a little harder to make these bets happen. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody wants to look, uh, you know, like Horrible. Ben McAdoo. <laughs> so this week, Just Daniel has the best bets of the week. How many How many games we got going on? I got three like? games I really like this week. Naturally, we're down for a, uh, a downward uh, trot in direction. So I expect to go 0-3 this week. Watch that happen. <laughs> we're we in week 13. <laughs> week 13, the NFL season. If you didn't know, final week of fantasy football for many people. Yes, there's a regular season. The regular season for fantasy. The football. regular season is over. Doing pretty well, by the way, over there. So you whatever. Know. But reality is much different from fantasy. <laughs> we got three games this week on the docket. You guys got to remember one thing: a lot of the NFL coaches take the season in quarters, just like an NFL game. Mm-hmm. First quarter is the first four games. Second quarter is weeks five through eight. Then. Third quarter and fourth quarter. So we're now week 13, 14, 15, and 16. Right. Okay? Last four games of the season is fourth quarter time. It's money time for quarterbacks, and it's job time for coaches. Cut time. Cut times, and, and even if you're a bad team, this is the time to start making your presence known so the team can sign you next year if you're not a, a star player. So you have to be mindful and be careful of all of these things. Game number one, we got the 9-2 and two Minnesota Vikings at the 7-4 and four Atlanta Falcons, who have won a couple of games in a row. Mm-hmm. Falcons are actually favored in this game. I guess because they're at home. Vegas sees this game as a pick game because the spread is only three points. Mm-hmm. Falcons are minus three. A home team, because of the fact that you're home, Vegas will give you three points automatically. So Vegas has this on a neutral field because of the way the Falcons are playing as an even game. Right. Okay? I don't think so. The Falcons, Super Bowl hangover... I think last week was not the norm. The way they've been playing is the norm. Right. And the Vikings have been, hands down, the best defensive unit in the NFL Obviously, this me, year. Me as a person who... who With Jacksonville. I'm very, I'm very much of a novice in this. I would have been very wary of taking this game. Yeah, this is a scary game, but, you know, we got some gojones right here on uh, the regular season sportscast, <laughs> and uh, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna bet this game, all right? We're not afraid. The, Van- the Vikings last played on Thanksgiving. They have 10 days to prepare for this game. Mm. Time matters, especially amongst people and coaches who prepare, okay? The Falcons' cornerback, their best cornerback, Desmond Trufant, is out with a concussion, mm-hmm. so that matters. You have Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen, who both been playing well this season. Case Keenum, 
been playing on Remar- fire. Remarkably, yeah. This man is still playing for his job. Mike Zimmer still refused to give Keenum the starting nod for the rest of the season. He says we're going to take it on a week-by-week game, basis. Game by game. So when you have that type of pressure on you, mm-hmm. Case Keenum has proven that he can perform well with pressure at least the last few weeks. So, you know, he still got pressure on him. And... The Vikings, when, where do you win football games in reality? You don't win them with receivers like in fantasy, okay? You win fantasy games with receivers and running backs. You in the real defense. NFL, you win it with the interior line, your defensive your defense, line yeah. and your offensive line. line. Yeah. And the Vikings have both better. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take the Vikings in this game not to lose by four. What do you think? That's a good pick. I, 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 like I said, I've been very scary about it, especially playing uh, away. And um, like you said, uh, the Atlanta had a, a big game last week. A lot of a lot of people feel that this is their uh, their bounce back, and uh, especially you know, it looks like the Julio Jones is reemerging as the guy. The Julio Jones had an amazing. Game. Did you see that throw that Muhammad Sanu dropped, dropped on him? him? Yeah, I was a pretty. I was pretty impressed by the throw. Right, and, he, and that's another kid that I fucking I I, 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 I wish would have been playing better. That's why I got rid of him early. I'm um, talking about Sanu, um, but. I, I can see where you're going with this. I would have been very scared to take it, but like you said, there's cojones over there and with pelo, with hair on it. So yeah. that, that that that's a good pick. What else you got? I'm over a little there? worried about that game, but I'm getting the better team with points. Okay. 49ers, one and ten at Chicago, who's three and eight. Chicago's favored in this game by three and a half points. You want to pick them, they gotta win by four. Okay. Who's the current starter of the San Francisco 49ers? No, uh, they saying Guapolo's going in. Jimmy G. Jimmy G gets his first start with the 49ers. He's been on the bench learning Kyle Shanahan's offense for the last three weeks. I think he'll come out ready. I think he was he performed well in New England with limited snaps. And a lot of scouts say that he has a snap gun arm and he's pretty good. And he has a lot of uh, knowledge pre-snap. And he's been sitting behind Brady and Belichick for a couple years now. You can't tell. A lot me of people are afraid because they were saying that possibly that Guapolo is only Belichick ready. He's not a system of Belichick. Right, yeah, right. you can make that argument, especially especially since there's been some precedence with it with Matt Castle. Right. He went over to Kansas City, didn't really mm-hmm. fare too well. But let's not forget to be a great quarterback. You have to have you. You not only have to be a great quarterback and talented you have to have a competent coaching staff you got to have things around you to be good okay just ask you know Eli Manning Mm. so really we're going back there really yeah Mm. well (laughs) a little jab but I don't think he'll be great because they don't have a ton of weapons but they do have a good offensive minded probably the best young offensive minded coach in Kyle Shanahan so and you're putting you're banking on uh on this with uh San Francisco on the road San Francisco on the road. I'm taking another road team. Kyle Shanahan's offense likes to spread it out among different receivers so they won't be able to shut down just one guy. Good, because San Francisco doesn't have a lot of weapons anyway. Mm -hmm. And just a a stat. The Chicago Bears are 0-6 this year against the spread when they're favorite. Look at that. 0-6. They've never been able to cover a game because they're not that good. Okay. So they're 0-6. So I'm going to take the 49ers here not to lose by four points. Last game of the weekend, it's a very big game. Eagles at Seattle on primetime Sunday night football. The Philadelphia Eagles are favored, as they should be, by five and a half points. You want to pick Seattle? They got to not lose by six points, okay? Philly's 10-1, and one, Seattle 7-4, and four, fight, fighting in a crowded NFC playoff race. Um, what do you think about this game overall? That's actually kind of scary because the way that it's the Eagles have been playing, you would think that 
you should take them. Yeah. But then you're also looking at that Seattle. They've all, I, I figured that, you know, in the past couple of the games, they've been keeping a lot of games really tight. Yeah. So. Five and a half was, I, 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 think I thought it was, was a little bit low. I think, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was, I thought it was low. But I also think that Seattle has also been the type of team that they they they've been doing less with. I mean, they've been doing more, more with less. Well, Vegas Vegas will do. They've been doing the most with less. Well, Russell Wilson has been doing the most right. with less. He he should most definitely be in the MVP conversation race with Wentz and Brady mm-hmm. because he has no offensive line. Okay, he has banged up receivers, and 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 they and the defense is. Old coming into the and season, now they're like, not even healthy. Sherman and Chancellor's out, making like forty attempts a game. It's, yeah, it's, it's been no running game. Yeah. Fat boy Eddie Lacy hasn't done anything. Mm-hmm. So let's just look at this from a different perspective. The Eagles are healthy, and they have all the momentum. Right, ten and one. Eagles have the highest scoring offense. They're averaging thirty-two points a game. Those are Madden numbers when you can do it every game. Right. Okay. Eagles also. On top of that great offense, have the third-ranked scoring defense only giving up 17 points a game. 17 points a game. Those are uh, New York Giant numbers. Russell Wilson is an MVP candidate. 23 touchdowns, third in the NFL. They got the third most touchdowns in the NFL. Okay? All these things going with Philly. I'm going to take Seattle not to lose by six. All right. I'm going to take them at home, fighting for the playoffs. And this is, remember... This is a cross-country trip. For the Eagles. For what is a young team. Mm-hmm. It's a primetime game. All of these expectations on them to dominate. And I'll take a veteran team at home with a mobile quarterback to escape the rush. I'll take Seattle to not only win, to not only not lose this game by six points, but i like Seattle to win this game. This is the week where just Daniel has showed his balls. Yes, not to me, to you guys, because I, I have I have yet to see his balls, and I'm not looking. For, I think Letty might want to see your balls because <laughs> she mentioned you. Uh, but this this yeah, this is actually a really interesting week for you, man. You you look like you. you I think you're a little bit more confident after we uh, after the week we the weeks we've been having. You I want to keep the ball rolling. I want to I want to move forward and, and keep winning. <laughs> yeah, because these are the ones. These are the gimme games that you should, like. You said this is a uh, clutch time. But this is the toughest time of the year to bet. The last four weeks of the season, right? Because there's a lot of teams that want to start losing now. Do you to- see? It's a good question. It's a question I want to ask you. Um, with like the closing week, sixteen, uh, like week sixteen, week seventeen, where a lot of teams are, you know, the season's closing out. Do you bet less or do you bet more on these games? Because I bet on a week to week basis, depending on the games that I like. But I'm saying like the week really sixteen, like week six, week seventeen, because you know a lot of you know games are closing out, playoff. Uh, positionings are happening. Do you pull away from betting, or do you? Uh- no, I, I I treat it. I treat it just. I treat it just like I would in the middle or the beginning of the season. If yeah. anything, I bet a little less in the beginning of the season because you don't really have as much data. Right. Okay. I like to use data with some type of feeling, some type of gut, some type of you know intuitiveness. But I tend to bet more towards the end of the season because at this point we already know what teams are and what their agendas are. And soon we will learn. Do you bet playoffs? I do bet playoffs. Oh, yes, shit. I do bet playoffs. Oh shit! Absolutely scary. I'll be afraid because I think I'm gonna bet the house. <laughs> Guys, when we come back, we're gonna get to talking sports and shit. Just Daniel's best bets, y'all. Get it popping. <laughs> Don't go anywhere, guys. Stick around.
December 9th, 2017, WWN Evolve presents Evolve 96, coming to you from Corona, Queens, Elmcore Youth and Activity Center, 107-20 Northern Boulevard, Evolve 96, hard-hitting action, family-friendly, quick and intense, in your face pro wrestling if you're in the new york city area make sure you check out evolve 96 tickets available at ticketfly.com and use the promo code evolve now evolve now for a 10 percent discount on all tickets available on that night you will see the wwn championship match keith lee defends against big walter a no rope breaks match between Matt Riddle versus Fred Yehai. A non-title special attraction match. Evolve champion Zack Zaber Jr. versus DJZ. Austin Theory with Priscilla Kelly versus Darby Allen. Also, be on the lookout for a special guest appearance by NXT's own William Regal. And make sure you go to TicketFly.com and enter the promo code EVOLVE NOW. Come out to the MCOR Youth and Adult Activity Center in Corona, Queens to check out WWN and EVOLVE's EVOLVE NOW. Get that special someone for the holiday season. Them tickets to EVOLVE 96 in Queens, New York. MCOR Youth and Adult Activity Center in Corona, Queens. Tickets are available once again at TicketFly.com using the promo code EVOLVENOW. Remember, card is subject to change. WWN and EVOLVE present EVOLVE96. Get your tickets now. The regulars. Man, we talking sports and shit. This week we doing talking sports and shit. And uh, just Daniel, uh, are you a Yankee fan? I'm a Mets fan. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're a Mets fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah my, that's right. Because yeah, I, 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 when I, that's why I should always remember Jets, Mets. You know, I've always yeah. gotten shit. Loser, going. losers, and <laughs> losers. <laughs> they all tie together. Yeah. I've always gotten shit for it because um, anytime I tell people I'm a Mets fan and a Giant fan, they go. Oh, that's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to be a Met and Jet fan. And I'm like, yeah. no, I grew up in a different era. That's what it was. Yeah. In the 80s, the Yankees weren't winning. Uh, the Mets won a World Series. Yeah. Uh, the Giants won. The Jets as in won. How did you become a Jets fan again? Uh, my father was a Jets fan. Oh. That's why. You know what I mean? So I, um, and plus, I, I, I grew up. When I was young, they were the team on television, and okay. the Giants were like this corporate suits and ties and briefcases, and mm. I never really saw myself like that. So Have I was you like, not ah. ever seen Lawrence Taylor before? Like, <laughs> no, Lawrence Taylor was, you know, it's a little bit unfortunately after, yeah, he was, you know, before my time. Yeah, so. it was a little bit after. Yeah. yeah, I started watching around ninety three, ninety four oh, okay. sports in general. Oh yeah, that, the yeah. Ray Handley fucking Giant years and all. Yeah, that. exactly. Oh, yeah. God. The woes. So they the, went when Phil good. when Phil was when Phil Sims was going out the door. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. So apparently 
on the agenda this year, we on uh, this week we have um a new manager has come to the Yankees. A so, new manager so, for the traditional Yankees. So let us know. Aaron Bleepin' Boom. <laughs> TV analyst the last few years for the Yes Network. Few years? How long has Aaron Boom been out the game? Well, he's 44. So Really? He's four, he's only 44. What do you think he was older or younger? I thought he was younger. No, he's 44 years old, but we, we all know Aaron Boone from the 2003 uh uh playoff That's game against I, the Red Sox where he hit the home the walk-off home run against uh, Tim Wakefield. I always remember that and the um the image at the end when he did it that um the fucking network put the 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 the, the um the video of fucking Babe Ruth giving the wink. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, fucking the curse is still on, motherfuckers. I like the hire. Yeah? I know Beltran was in the running, and I, and I like Beltran, but Beltran, to me, wasn't a natural fit with the Yankees. I Why? Don't know. Why do you I, say that? I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe because he's Spanish. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. The Yankees seem like a more traditional yeah. uh, white collar, mm-hmm. emphasis on white. Uh, brand mm. and bleachy, very bleachy. Yeah, very uh, bleachy. So, <laughs> I think it was. I I don't know. Let's see how it works out. I know Cashman. This was his official recommendation, and the moves that Cashman has been making the last few years have worked out. So let's see what happens. Like we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. baseball managers have been diminished so much because of analytics. They basically get handed every day the decisions for them on who to play in certain situations and lefty righty and and, and statistics it's, it's not a terrible terribly difficult job nowadays even though I don't believe in all analytics right I think when the pressure time comes you still gotta you fill it to, out yeah. you need to make a gut choice about yeah, right. what's going on so Girardi I heard was very analytical and he accepted all that stuff in the front office so I don't know why they got rid of him but I don't know. What do you feel about Aaron Boone? Um, it's funny because shout out to Joey G, my boy Joey. Uh, he um, when we discuss, uh, I hate discussing sports at work because I, I said why I, we don't need to do it anymore. Uh, soon you're gonna get to a point right now where you're gonna start doing this show yeah. and you're gonna be like, you know what? If you really want to hear my opinion, you're gonna be real arrogant yeah, yeah. right now. Like, <laughs> listen to I'm the, already like, arrogant. You're gonna, but you're gonna be like, you, you want my real opinion about this? Listen to. TRSS, this is where you're gonna you yeah, yeah. get my real opinion because that's a, that you're a promoter at heart. That's of course, is, but yeah. Th- yeah, of course, that's what I do. I, I grind it out that way. But you know, you you have your like your own central thing going on, and after a while, you you, you start going. I think it's better if you hear me on the mic talk about this than, yeah. than me share. I can with get you. that because there's a lot of uh, Yankee fans in your place of employment, right? Yeah, and so when um when it came to this uh um my my, my, um, my boy Joey G he said this he he made a good point where it's like uh because guys were sitting around going oh I don't know if let's say a Carl Beltran comes in because you know he just got out the game and you know what kind of experience he has and he made a point he says wouldn't you want a manager who just left the game who still has a feeling for what current pitchers what current batters what current fielders are doing now makes a great point Right? You, why? Why would you want an observer who's been out the game for fifteen years, who's just been watching, where you got still the heartbeat of the game that you can get right now? And I think with an Aaron Boone, although like I said, that's why I said I didn't think that he was that far off from the game, but he still has a pulse of the game. You know, there's still well, he's player. been he's been in TV TV broadcasting since he's retired but also he still has a pulse of the game because he's not too far off. There's still players. And the league that he's he's seen pictures that he's still seen you know that in the past you know a couple of years that are still playing so 
he might still have that touch with those those, those, those kind of of of, of yeah. players. But and, you see and, a lot and, of and ambiance of the game. You see a lot of teams going towards this movement. Didn't the younger, didn't the, young. the, the St. Louis Cardinals mm-hmm. hire Mike Matheny, right? And uh, the the White Sox hired uh, Robin Ventura a couple right. of years ago. Mm-hmm. Especially now, where the experienced manager has been taken away because experience is a big in all in all in business and all jobs experience has a real value mm-hmm. going through the fires before has a real value but now in today's game where it's all about analytics experience is kind of devalued here here your here your answers to your questions before the game even starts so Let's see how it works out. Well, look at Joe I Girardi. Old- Joe Girardi was when he was placed as a Yankee manager. He wasn't that far off out the game. No, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. he was. He was. He, he had left probably a, a few years prior, a couple of years prior to that. So he still had a little. You know, did you? Uh, what do you think? Did you hear about the J Lo tweet this week? How J Lo tweeted, "It's the easiest decision they can ever make." Something like that. A Rod for Yankees manager. What did I tell you previous episodes? There's no way that A Rod would have taken that job because he is so arrogant with everything in life <laughs> there's yeah, no way he is he, is. he would have made the job about him than yeah. anything else True. and plus it would have fucked up his lifestyle he's got a nice gig as a fucking analyst it made well. no sense right they're not paying big money to baseball managers i was so, so he, surprised that j-lo was able to tweet after why, fucking getting her fucking mouth off of his crotch area (laughs) but why why would she treat it if he didn't want the job because she's an ass honestly she has an ass no she has an ass she (laughs) is an ass she needed something to say he didn't want the job i think i i don't don't know i don't think he i think i think i don't think the money would have made sense because he already has he has money i think he has a better gig with fox i think it would have been more work for him but he has a better lifestyle better lifestyle but to your point i don't think a rod can stay out of the spotlight and i think the Yankee job intrigued him at the very least. It intrigued him for the fact that it, like you said, it, it brought the spotlight to him. But it also would have been the, uh, a thing as well to where um, it would have been more about a Rod and not the team. And at this time, the Yankees don't need that. You got a low key guy now where we're Aaron. Where, where Aaron. Um, That's a great point. Where, where your star of your team right now is right. so anti a Rod, right? That's that's a good point. And um, Aaron Boone is a guy right now that's very very low key, very demure. He's uh, very um, still got like that blue collar redneck kind of thing going on. He has a you know his um his father played the game. Uh, was isn't for Brett Boone? Who Aaron Boone? No, Brett Boone is um from uh, the Mariners. Yeah, but wasn't that his pops or something like that? I'm not sure. We yeah, have yeah, to get yeah, to yeah, our yeah, research guy. Research guy. Yeah. Check um, that out for us. <laughs> get on it. Wait, I need a I need a guy like two a day for fucking um Dan Patrick. You might not have a research guy. Um, was what, yeah, what's Joey? Yeah, Joey would have looked yeah. that shit up. Um, I I I think I think with that, A Rod would have made it more about him and the spotlight. And New York doesn't need that. If you would have, if you maybe maybe if it's um Miami, but one thing maybe I will, maybe if, if the the Marlins no, position, Derek G is not hiring A Rod. No way. It would have been funny. It would be funny though, right? Never. It, been, no, I don't know. It would have no been funny way. though. I will tell you one thing about A Rod from what I've heard around been funny baseball though. circles. A Rod, they both can't stand each other. In they the hate eyes. each other. No, they, they both hate each other. <laughs> right. Especially Gia. Gia can't stand him. What well, the one thing about A Rod, I've heard that he's the most knowledgeable player of the sports game. That people have ever come across. Have you ever read his biop? No. Read his biop. He, he very, very smart. 
very intelligent, and he knew how to manipulate other players to get info that he needed in the game, so that he better he played better and excelled for himself. Yeah, himself, not the team. Himself, yeah, himself. But he I was, ultimately think it wouldn't have worked out for the reason that you said he is all about himself and has proven to be that way his whole career. Maybe he's a little older now. Maybe I he might want to manage more seriously in the future. But I don't think it would have worked out. Yes, Brett Boone entity. is his father. Brett Boone? Okay. Yes. See? Where's my bell? Good job. I, where's my bell? I need my bell. Yes. Yeah, my bell. So uh, I yeah, I think I think it, it's a better fit for the Yankees. Uh Beltran would have been a good a good look, but uh I think they 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 went the right path and they actually they found a guy who's like I said, and I knew and I told you they were gonna go homegrown. They were gonna find a, a, someone within the system, a Yankee system who already knew it. And um, yeah, this is a better comfort for them. Talking to me. NCAA football rankings, they're out. Clemson's one, Oklahoma's two, Wisconsin is three, and Auburn is four. And right now you have Alabama on the outside looking in. And this is right as of now, as of this day, as of recording, because after these playoff games and these um, these um, championship games that are occurring right now, that's the standings. Um I thought that Alabama fell hard, man. Like they really, they, they, they. I, I felt that they, they really put the smack on them because they really did not want them in it. They wanted for. I think the NCAA wanted them to fight for that playoff spot. Okay, you have two things to think about here because you're the college football guy. Right. I don't know too much, but I do know a couple of things. I know for a certainty because ESPN is in bed with the SEC. Right. They do not want another Alabama-Clemson college football final. Right. Because that's regional, and right. they need national ratings. They need national ratings. Okay, that's one. Okay? Committee has agendas, mm-hmm. my opinion. Two, Alabama, I've heard, doesn't... All these coaches, by the way, they schedule their own their own schedules. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah. Alabama... Never schedules tough road games. Well, what they do is um they, they uh the the NCAA schedules their regional games, their their conference games, and everything else. Yeah. They they uh, coaches have I think it's between I think it's five and seven games that they coach that that they schedule themselves. Okay. So uh yes, Alabama's they're not stupid. I would do the same. They're thing. They're not stupid, but yeah. once you lose that one game, it hurts. It they hurt themselves. Right. But that's now they, they don't have a signature win. Where's their signature win? This but that's the season? one thing. That's the one thing that I tell you that 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 you have to embrace when it comes to college football is that you never know, especially when it, even in college basketball, when you see the um, do you, do you watch college basketball? Uh, March Madness. Okay. Mostly. The best thing about when you do March Madness is that they give you the brackets and they give you the rankings for everybody. And it's always supposed to be like a gimme because it's oh yeah this is supposed to be yeah. and that's why and you it never all, works out and you that always way. see and because there are teams that never see each other yeah you get a team from the the you know the 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 northern west that are playing a, yeah. a southern regional and they've never seen each other they've never they don't know the game plan they've probably never even seen each other for like five six years yeah and you got one ranked sixteenth no or even fourteenth. And one rank three, and you think, oh, the the three is going to take this is, this it, and you see the upset. But this is where college this is where coaching, college football does the same thing. This is where college coaching comes into place. I understand your point. They don't, they may not see each other, but when you once they've played a, a couple of games, a team you can scout, and that's why these college coaches get paid big money. But and you know, not you know why? Not really. You know why? Because like let's say with NFL, NFL, you already have a solid lock of how many teams 
are in that league. Like you see it. There's yeah. A, in college, it's hundred. There's a hundred something teams. Wow. So yeah. it's hard. The same you, thing in basketball is even more. So you can't even. You might, as a coach, you, you might get be a, looking what, forward to that game versus that big rival two weeks from there, right? And then you might get surprised from a lesser team. The and week then you before. get. And then when let's say the, the tourneys, when you when you get like tournament modes or even playoff modes, or you're looking at it, you have probably like a day or two to do research and 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 go through to practices for yeah. a team that. And then you're limited as at exactly. college to, yeah. to. I think they only get how many hours do they allow them to practice a week? Isn't it like thirteen? Yeah, so they, they minimize they minimize them. Yeah, they they have to. That's not enough. So um, when you see a team like Alabama drop the way they did, I I thought it, I in in I get the point of that uh, of not wanting to have that that regional feel of 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 wanting to broaden to make it more of a national game, but I think they really they they. It's almost a punishment that they knocked Alabama down the way they did. Yeah, and I also saw that there were teams that they brought up on, on like Clemson's a definitely. So you a good think team. they should be in the top four? I I thought so. Who are they bumping? Uh, who who would you bump? You're gonna bump Wisconsin with a 12 and 0 record? Um, because that's that seems to be. I thought I thought Wisconsin had a weak schedule as well. Auburn just beat Alabama, right? Yeah. So you can't Auburn, take Auburn, them out. Auburn had a tough, uh, a tough, a tough. Run. Auburn has two losses, right? But they had a tough run, and that's another thing too, because everybody does wins and losses, and then, but you're looking at strength, strength, uh, schedule, and all yeah. that. But uh, Auburn, Auburn beat a lot of tough games. As a matter of fact, they're playing a tough game right now, mm-hmm. and um, I, I would put them there. But Wisconsin, I think Wisconsin had a, 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 a lighter schedule this year. If Auburn comes out and wins this game against six-ranked Georgia, they're not leaving the top four. But you also think about it, who's who's Wisconsin's quarterback? Beats me. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, that's the thing that you have to look at too is that who they have as their stars. Yeah. So they want to put those guys on the forefront. And I think that that's another thing that everybody goes, well, you know, we got to look at it. Who are we gonna put up there? We're we gonna put a team that 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 is good, or we're we gonna put a team that's gonna put up uh, some What's some most some rating numbers for us. True. What's most intriguing to me about college football is the coaching. Right. Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, mm-hmm. um, the guy from Michigan, John, uh, John Har- Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. I it it's so amazing to me how somebody can come in and is almost guaranteed to turn around the program just because they have a philosophy, a style of coaching, a recruiting method. Mm-hmm. It's almost amazing because no job you go to in corporate America, you're guaranteed to be successful. Right. And there's just some college coaches that you know where they go. Let me ask you something as a Giants fan. Mm-hmm. You fire McAdoo, are you calling Nick Saban? No. Why? Because I think that certain coaches are very uh, comfortable on where they're at. But I think Nick Saban failed in the NFL because they signed Dante Culpepper instead of Drew Brees. If they signed Drew Brees, Nick Saban might still be in the NFL. Yeah, but I also think that there's a certain there's a there's a certain comfort zone when it comes to playing a certain system, and that's why you don't see a lot of transitioning of college coaches directly into the NFL. You know, there's only a handful, especially if you played in the NFL. Then you probably have a better way of gauging that to 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 go and coach in the NFL from college, but there's a lot of the, you know. Look at Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll did NFL, did college, but because he's a player coach. Yeah, there's a certain you know Nick Saban is a player coach for college. They you know kids look at him as a father figure, and the NFL they yeah. they like fuck. But say you. if say if the Giants finish with one of the first two picks and they're able to draft Sam Donald. And now Saban can be that father figure to a young quarterback while already having a good defense. Maybe he might be intrigued. Shit, if my um, if 
Because Pete Carroll only became successful when Russell Wilson got there. If my aunt had a mustache and a dick, she'd be my uncle. (laughs) You can't handle the truth. What else we have on there? Kaepernick, Sports Illustrated, the Muhammad Ali Award. I know a lot of people might not be happy about this. Why? Because it's like they don't, you know, there's individuals. Besides boxing, what was Muhammad Ali most known for? Oh, because for his political stance and his His social social, social activism. Yeah, his activism. But I know a lot of people might think it's like, you know, they'll sit there and think that does it really equate to what Muhammad Ali has done or? Whether you like him or not, he started the movement. Mm-hmm. He started a movement where the news came out this week that a players coalition along with the NFL has just started a social activism fund and our the NFL is now giving with some players funds 90 to 100 million dollars in social activism programs sponsored by NFL players. From now till 2023, where there can be a new negotiating, a new negotiating, you know, platform. Mm-hmm. So for the next six years, the NFL with some players are going to donate a hundred million dollars, and this was the end game. I think maybe not the end game, but this was a good step in the right direction towards accomplishing what Kaepernick originally intended to accomplish by kneeling. Yeah. And it's one of those things to where people need to start realizing is that in my opinion, sports is supposed to be your escape, but it also has to be some type of statement that goes across with it as well. There needs to be some type of connection that's there as well. There has to be some type of relatability that comes to the sport as well. I think there is. I think that's how people some people choose their teams as well. Yeah, exactly. You see yourself as the underdog. You want to root for them. Exactly. Underdog. That's a good point. So that, and I think with Colin Kaepernick, I think he's made it a a like a conscious issue to to say, listen, I'm not only an athlete. I'm also somebody who wants to be known as someone who's can disconnect himself from the field, who's actually conscious of what goes on. I don't want to be a robot just for the fucking for the for for the industry. I want to be. Do you think he is on an NFL team next season? No. I think he is. You think so? I think someone signs him next year, and it's part of the condition from the players to the NFL that they give Colin Kaepernick a job and a paycheck again. Yes, mm, that was something to think about. But I don't see it happening. I think it's uh, with NFL the way uh, the NFL the owners and the way them uh, the the powers that be are running. They still want to sit there and make it as though like we're not going to let some nigga fucking tell us what to do, and that's just that's buck. Shall we play a game? Is Lonzo Ball a bust? I think it's too early to tell, but people just want to ride this out so bad. Like they, really, I agree with you. They want to ride it out that he's such. The kid's already putting up. I wouldn't say mediocre. He's just he's he's new. He's average. Like what did the Lakers draft Lonzo Ball to do? Did they? What did they draft him to be? A face because that's all it is right now. He's just a face. A it, face of the franchise. Right. Reinvigorate the franchise. Right. Get other teammates involved. Create a culture of passing, mm-hmm. which you know, he's been doing. Which you know the the Magic Johnson <laughs> built his name on. Did they draft him to score? No. So who cares if he's shooting the lowest field goal percentage of any rookie in the last thirty years? Who cares? Well, somebody uh, um, I forgot who it was um, who made a point to say that uh, that Steph Curry is not an elite. Uh, point guard because he doesn't pass the ball. Oh, stop it! Stop it! 
Okay. Because they're saying that the point the point guard position is about being uh, being more of a pass first. It was back in my right. and that's, your days. That's what when I we said. Were the young thing. bucks. Yeah, when there was John Stockton. Right. Okay. No, when there was hand checking. Right. Now there's no hand checking, so now you can't touch the point guard. Right. So it's good for a point guard to be able to score. And Steph Curry is such an unselfish superstar that I would take him over guys who can dominate at that position like a Damian Lillard or a Russell Westbrook. Right. Westbrook. I would take Steph Curry because of his unselfishness. Yeah, I said the same thing. I said I, I thought it was way I think it's way too early to call and I think they just want to lambast him because of the fact of his father. And I think at this day um and I said, you know, I said in previous episodes, he's the kind of kid that's not gonna give you the fucking the quotes. He's not gonna give you the 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 mic the mic responses that you want because he's not like that. The fall is gonna do it. But this is okay, you know. He's laid back. So what? Okay, Tim Duncan was laid back. Tim Duncan wasn't a rah rah leader. But you know what? Tim Duncan has five rings. There's different ways to lead. There's different ways to skin a cat. Right. Okay? He is only shooting 31.5% from the field and only 26% from the three-point line. But that's because the way he shoots the ball is terrible. People can improve their shooting. What you can improve on is your leadership ability when you're already a grown man. You're not going to wake up one day and be an amazing leader. You're not going to wake up one day and have the court vision that Lonzo has. Right. You're not going to wake up one day and be a facilitator. Mm-hmm. The things that he does best is getting other teammates involved, is being a good teammate. Yeah. Okay? You, you didn't draft him to score. You don't need him to score right now. Let him develop his shot. Let him improve upon it. Do you change it? Goes. Do, you, do you change his, his shot mechanics? I've never been for changing someone's shot. Reggie Miller had one of the ugliest shooting forms I've ever seen, and he was the greatest, one of the greatest three-point mm. shooters I've ever seen. Right. So I just think... He needs to be comfortable and improve upon his shot. Hmm. If he has to change, he has to change it. If not, he doesn't. I feel the need, the need for speed. Oh, man. Michael Crabtree. Apparently, he fought with the rapper, uh, Talib <laughs> Kweli. It's a kib Talib, people. Listen, they, they, Trump, Trump, hated, uh, Trump supporters were, were going at... Um, um, What's his name? LeVar Burton instead of LeVar Ball. LeVar oh, Burton, the, the host of Reading Rainbow and the fucking blind guy from Star Trek and shit. Like, I can see people just creating a social media account just to rip somebody. They just yeah. typed in the word Talib and they automatically went, ugh. This is what social. This is why you just. This is why you jump back to social media. Yeah, I like it now. Call me in the two weeks, and I'll, I'll have deactivated all my accounts. <laughs> but um, yeah, apparently this is what occurred. So uh. The, both both players were suspended. Uh, what was the suspension for? How long was the suspension for? It was originally set for two games, and it was reduced to one. Okay. Can you stop Michael Crabtree getting your chain popped from your neck? But how do you how do you punish the guy who got robbed? He got robbed. Listen, even in the streets, that's robbery. This is I twice. Think, I think a kid gave the chain back. <laughs> but no, but stop. did you see? How, but did you see how he did it though? Even if you get a chain, listen, you rob somebody in the street. You rob, you snatch the chain, and then you go on back and you give it back to them. Uh-huh. No, they're gonna call that a robbery. Yeah. They're gonna call, so no, can you, you stop t- getting robbed on the NFL field? <laughs> I heard he taped his chain to his chest twice. Must not have been some good tape. I heard he started it. I heard he started it by punching Chris Harris in the gut. Mm. Okay? And then when that happened, uh, Akib got word, and they got tangled up, and he popped his chain, and that's when when Crabtree pushed Akib to the floor. No, wait a minute. 
this happened the first time it happened was last was last year this yeah. happened and I, I gave it to Crabtree because Crabtree said yo fuck that you're not gonna do it again so I'm gonna wear my chain again my grandmama gave me that chain yeah F- a Friday reference um your mama called you Clay I'ma call you Clay <laughs> so it's like you went out there wore it again and my man went at your chain again but you said you put tape on it so you knew that this dude was gonna possibly come at your chain again I don't I don't listen this is so I don't know why I don't know why dudes wear jewelry anyway in if, playing if, sports if, if, yeah that, they should, that should be banned yeah, first I don't of know all why they NFL, yeah. and it probably will be after this if Crabtree punched Chris Harris in the gut he deserved what he got if he didn't Talib uh, look at me Talib a kid <laughs> is just a bully and he needs to be fine or whatever the case may be suspended more games he, he has a history of being a a, a no, yeah, he's a tough guy. A tough guy, he's yeah. He's a tough but guy. Not, not, not when it comes to Crabtree. And Crabtree there's no, there's nothing wrong, but you see what happens when you stand up to tough guys. You see a kid didn't want to take his helmet off. Yeah, that's true. He didn't want to take his helmet off, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is, either way, you got to stand up for yourself if you're Crabtree, and I understand you got to stand up for your teammates if you're uh, a kid. This is horrible for the NFL. Yeah. The optics of this just look bad. Two African Americans inciting a brawl where a referee gets knocked down and almost had a, has a heart attack. <laughs> exactly. Okay? Yeah, yeah. These are two players in the same division that have to play each other every year, twice. Mm-hmm. The NFL needs to fix this. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. And apparently the refs are killing LeBron James by... Throwing him out of his first game of his career. <laughs> did you see? Did you see that? Yeah, it was coming. Oh it God. was coming. He I had think, it coming. I, I think the ref was intimidated, though. You think so? Yeah, I think he was intimidated. LeBron's had it coming for years. He talks too much. He wants every call. But I, but I, I do understand. He's six yeah. eight two eighty. Yeah. You go into the hole. You get called a lot. But but I never saw. I don't think I. I don't think the refs don't give him calls. The refs used to job Shaq, right? Because Shaq was so big, they used to not give him calls on, on on fouls that were clearly fouls. LeBron gets a lot of calls. Yeah, you know. Well, if they don't call one, there's no reason. There's no reason for you to go crazy. Well, there was a, there was a point that was made. Joseph's boy uh, made a point, and where he says that um, uh, a statement was made that jump shooters get more calls than LeBron does when if he goes through the hole. I heard LeBron say that. A couple of days ago, and I think he might be right though. LeBron goes to LeBron gets a lot of calls. LeBron gets a lot of calls. I think LeBron at this point knows the NBA is easy, and when he wants to turn it on, he turns it on. That's why they're in a ten-game winning streak right now. And I don't, I don't think he should be complaining to the refs about calls. But listen, Michael, Michael did it. Thirteen years, fourteen years in, Michael still complained to the refs about calls. Oh yeah, yeah, all the time. He's warranted that respect from the refs to get those calls. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. You want to talk about Sean Taylor? I don't. I don't like talking about. I just want to. I just want to give. Uh, that's that's very sad topic. Yeah, but I just wanted to give a recognition to him, man, because this is a kid who, um, and, and not not only a, a, a career that was cut short due to um, a, a ridiculous violence that occurred, but I just wanted to give a quick shout out to him because the man lost his life doing what every man would you would think that every man would do which was protecting his family absolutely and uh it was very important this, this past this past week marked the 10 year anniversary and i don't even like saying anniversary because you know anniversary is supposed to be a celebration but it's a uh, the 10 year mark of him losing his life 
uh, due to senseless violence and, and the robbery. And this is a, a young man who was a positive image and positive example of what it is to come from uh, uh, a upbringing that he had to become a, a successful uh, young, not only a young black man, but a young man himself. And he had such great promise and such a great career for in front of him. And uh, unfortunately, due to a random sense of ridiculousness of those who couldn't get what they wanted themselves because they couldn't earn it, they wanted to take it from somebody else. So what they ended up doing was taking this young man's life. Uh, once again, it, it, it's very unfortunate and, and it's sad to hear that there was a young man who who was on a rise to become probably one of the greatest fucking, a great fucking defensive player, not only as a great person, because he was also a, a, a community person as well. So uh, just to recognize, uh, 10 years gone, gone too soon, young man. Very well said. You can't handle the truth. So we're now about 20, 22 games into the NBA season. Uh-huh. Your thoughts so far? Very interesting. I don't want to go too much in depth with it because I want to yeah. save like the rest of it for for the the, the mid mark. But I have to say, there's certain teams that people were like, "Ooh, they're gonna be interesting." That you're like, "Ooh, what the fuck happened there?" Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> of things I see. I'm very surprised. One with Boston, I didn't think they're 20 and four. Right. Okay, best record in the NBA. I didn't think they would gel right away, especially with the loss of Gordon Hayward. Mm-hmm. So that's a testament to Kyrie and and Danny Ainge and those guys being able to draft well. Um. Cleveland showing me that when LeBron wants to play ball, he plays ball. They right. won 10 in a row. Mm-hmm. And right now, you know when it started? It started against Washington when Bradley Beal made that comment that the Wizards were the best in the East. Right. So LeBron is the best in the East. LeBron is still 15 years the best player in the NBA. And when he wants to dominate, he's going to dominate. Golden State's 17-6. and six. They're cruising. Mm-hmm. Some games they look bored. They just went into overtime the other day against right. the Lakers. And... um. Another team that you know we knew were going to be good and we expected them to be good was the Houston Rockets. They're mm-hmm. seventeen and four, and uh, James Harden is amazing. Is an amazing offensive MVP player. caliber once again. I think he'll win. The, he's been jobbed the last two years. I with think the MVP. this is this is. I think this is his year to win. Yeah, yeah I think it's the way it's going. Also, there's teams that I'm I'm looking at that I actually like watching, and I thought they were going to be. Uh, fun to watch. Uh, the 76ers, I'm, I, I like the way they they're looking. They are fun to watch. Yeah, they're fun to watch. Um, also, I still like. I still like. You know, I, I still like to see Minnesota. Um, still young core. Uh, over Watching some of them last night, they they're a very sound basketball team, and they're young. Very they young. haven't, but there's something there. They haven't exactly clicked yet. Right. And and I'll tell you one thing. I hated. I hated. I love the the Butler trade. Mm-hmm. I hated the signing of Jeff Teague. You did? I, I don't like Jeff Teague. I don't like him as a... They needed a chemistry point guard. Mm-hmm. They, they would have been better off with me keeping Ricky Rubio than tra- than, than signing Jeff that Teague. That is a good point, though. That is a good... That, they, that, that might have been a, a better look for them over there. Um, I'm also... I, uh, I also like, you know, Sacramento. It, they, they look like a, another fun team. Everybody had, you know, some ifs about them. But they also... They, they're, they're a team that's that's very gritty over there now. Well, especially now with the decline of the Clippers, you know they're yeah they 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 hurting over hurt, there. Blake Griffin hurt again. Yeah, hurt I mean, again. And then, that's what I said. They hurting over there. And then, this guy will walk or something. Uh, there's talks of trades that may occur over there, and um, it, it's probably they're probably looking at salvage mode right now. And let's give early us, on the season. Let's give a nice shout out to to, to my Knicks. My Knicks are yeah. very entertaining. Yeah. Porzingis is is an early MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. They finally have a bright future. As long as they don't screw it up, mm-hmm. they just sent Noah to to the damn G League right. to, to work out. Uh, he needs know, it just he to get some playing time. He but, needs um, it though. Shout out to my Knicks. I'm very happy about that. 
But uh, we'll, we'll 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 reflect and go back to it in the next uh the next couple of weeks because right now it's still early and I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping to see a a uh, a resurgence of the league because right now it, I mean everybody likes them I mean everybody likes the NBA but when it's still early on everybody's still not getting the feel of it they like when the, the season gets a little yeah, bit more the, deep, deeper. the players exactly start playing real ball after the All Star break too. Here. NFL preview review let's just go through it quick. Uh, we already had the Thursday night game. We saw the the, the Cowboys trounce the Redskins. Uh, we already talked about the fact that Kirk Cousins is, yeah, he's in a tough spot right there. Washington, Washington is a team. I'm talking about like the organization is a team that loves to put their fucking players in a bind. They always do that, and I think and it, it stops from the top. They just they 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 have high expectations, but they don't let their underachievers achieve. Bad management from top down on the Dan Snyder. Uh, terrible situation for Kirk Cousins. I could, if they give him the money, he could wind up staying, but I think he wants to leave. I think he wanted to go to Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco. I don't know how that's going to work out now with Garoppolo, yeah. but um, it's not a good situation. But we got um, uh, we got the first game tomorrow. We got the Chiefs versus at the Jets. Who you're taking? Uh, Kansas City is. Minus three and a half. That spread's dropped from five and a half. This shows you how much the the Vegas uh, doesn't like the Chiefs, especially as it gets colder. And Alex Smith at three and a half. I'll take the Chiefs to win. The Jets don't have and cover the spread. The Jets don't have the personnel, even though they try really hard and they've never been blown out in the game this year. We got the Patriots going up to the frozen tundra of Buffalo. I like the Patriots to win. I like them to struggle a little bit. Question. If you're if you got that division wrapped up, do do you sit Tom Brady for a week or rest him? No. No? No. He's forty years old. No. He's gonna wanna play. Okay. Yeah, he's gonna wanna play. Uh you have the Broncos at Dolphins. Two disappointing franchises this year. I think they made a mistake with their coaching staff hiring a defensive coach, the Denver Broncos, to a team that was needing an offensive um, injection or infusion. So they already have a good defense. So the Dolphins has been a mess. Tannehill, Cutler. Dolphins are at home. And for that reason, I'll take the Dolphins because Denver's going to knows their season is over and they're going to party in Miami and not show up the next day. <laughs> yeah, uh, you spoke about this earlier. 49ers at Bears. 49ers at Bears, I like the 49ers. I like the 49ers to win or keep it close. Jimmy G starting. I think he's the next franchise quarterback for the Niners. This is a game that I kind of like. Uh, I'm hoping to see. Uh, Lions at Ravens. Lions at Ravens is a very difficult game for, for Stafford. He's coming off an ankle injury. Ravens and Lions are fighting for their playoff lives. Um, this is a very... I stayed away from this game. I will stay away from this game. This is a tough game to pick. Baltimore's favored by three. Since they're home, I guess you can see them as favorite. I'll take the Lions and Matt Stafford in this game. We have uh, Vikings at uh, at Falcons. You, you spoke of this earlier. I like the Vikings. I think they're the better team. Um, too much competition in the NFC. I like the way Case Keenum is playing. I like the Vikings. You got Buccaneers at Packers. Buccaneers at Packers. Aaron Rodgers is slinging that ball in practice. He's letting his team know that you need to win so I can come back and lead us to the promised land. I'll take the Packers in this game. It is a complete and utter dumpster fire in Tampa Bay. What a mess this year. Texans at Tennessee. I like what Tennessee is doing. They're playing decent defense. They're running the ball. Mariota's getting healthier. Texans still showed some fight last week with Tom Savage. Um, I'll take Tennessee to win just because they're at home. 
um, by maybe six, seven points. You got the Colts going to Jacksonville. Colts going to Jacksonville. Jacksonville needs this one to keep their front-running status in that division. They lost a heartbreaker last week. Yeah, they did, you know. But um, it just shows you that Blake Bortles is not the answer in Jacksonville. That's an elite championship defense, probably the best in the NFL with Minnesota. I like them to bounce back. Yeah, the Browns at Chargers. Browns at Chargers. No quarterback is playing better than Phillip Rivers. No quarterback combo is playing better. Him with Keenan Allen. I'll take San Diego in that game. You have the Rams going to Arizona. Rams. The Rams at Arizona. That's a difficult game. I stayed away from that game as well. For some reason, I like Arizona at home. Rams are favored by seven. I would take Arizona to not lose by eight, but I'll take the Rams to win a close game. You have the Giants going to Oakland. Oakland all the way. <laughs> Oakland all the way. Geno Smith will make some nice passes, but this man always, he, he never performs in the red zone, and no, he is not the answer to the Giants' problems. Yeah, Carolina going to New Orleans. This is a very difficult game. New Orleans, because they're at home, are favored by five. They're dealing with injuries. I need Cam Newton to step up in this game. I need him to perform like the MVP that he did two years ago. And they played two games. They play a game against Atlanta, I think, next week. So I'll take Carolina in this game. You got the Sunday night game. You got Philadelphia going to Seahawks. You spoke about this one. I like Seattle to win the game. They, they're underdogs. They need this game. They're in the playoff push. I think a West Coast team flying to the East Coast prime time. It'll be very difficult, but I think Seattle can pull it off. And you have an interdivisional game for the Monday night. You have the Steelers at Cincinnati. Antonio Brown may not play. He has an issue with his toe. That makes a world of a difference. Um, it's still a divisional game, even though Bengals suck this year. Um, those games are tough, but I'll still take Pittsburgh. All right, guys. That was... This week's episode of the regular season sportscast. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Making sure you check us out on the uh, all the all, all the pages, all everything. You have the Facebook, the like, the group page. You have uh, the Instagram at regular season sports. You have uh, me at RWJ Santi. You have the, the regular season sportscast page, and as well as us on the YouTube at regular season sports. And before we go, our boy. Just Daniel has his closing salvo. We'll try it out this week, see how it goes. Yes, I really got to get you music, dude. I got to get one of those jazzy music to go behind. So yeah. I don't want any porno music. Damn it. No elevator exactly, porno music. That's exactly I know what's how you going with get shit. That. Oh, and before we do that, make sure you check us out at rageworks.net as well. You want anything under that umbrella, make sure you check out rageworks.net. TV, sports, movies, wrestling, pop culture, all on our umbrella, comic books, varying issue. Black is the new black. Call me when it's over. Terminal tabloid. TRSS. Why go anywhere else? Frageworks.net, guys. That's where we got. So, just Daniel, take it away. Let's all calm down. Relax and take a breath. Eli Manning isn't the first quarterback legend to be benched. Aikman, Favre, Marino, Montana, and even Peyton, his brother. It happens to most legends, one way or another. Now, I don't like this cat, Ben McAdoo-Doo. Can anyone tell me how he styles next year's hairdo? The Book of Eli has many stories to tell. And yes, in many games, I too thought Eli was blind just like Denzel. But something happens to this third best quarterback at his own Thanksgiving table. The playoffs come. He stops being a saint and lets the Broncos out the stable. 
There's no higher pressure than to play in NYC. Remember those two Super Bowl rings? He was the MVP. How to move on from an aging QB? The Giants are in a conundrum. And yes, I know, Eli can sometimes look like he has Down syndrome. Just remember one thing about their QBs. Eli, with no emotions or feelings, he comes to work every day, 14 seasons, grinding and dealing. He dealt with Tiki Barber talking and the Marine-style type manner of Tom Coughlin. Never complained, always more action than words to be said. You remember when his best receiver shot himself in the leg? But I digress. I guess what I'm trying to say is when was the last time you broke up with someone and it was even okay? So I understand the Giants, if I must. Never forget, young athletes, it's always a business. And as a Jets fan, I'd like to say one last thing in total. Thank you, Eli Manning, for stopping Tom Brady and the Patriots from being immortal. (laughs) This is just Daniel for (laughs) T-R-S-S. It was so good that even... Super engineer AJ had to step in to to, <laughs> to be a part of it. All right, guys, we got to go. Got to be out of here. Uh, got to close it out. I'm not best for business. I'm best for everybody. I'm the king of talk style. Here with just Daniel. Yes. We out of here, guys. Take care. The regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. Yes. <laughs>